0: Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast.
1: Okay, everybody, this is uh, Dakota. He's a -a three-and-a-half-year-old male. He's awoken with diffuse abdominal pain. According to mom, he vomited about five times. Some of that was productive um has a rash on the anterior chest he was lethargic when we got there since we've been there with him and through the transport now crying as you can see um lung sounds were clear as far as we could tell uh, we then noticed o2 sats dropping and had cyanosis around the lips so we put him on o2 he's uh one of, he, he had no previous fever now 102.3 rectal uh, mom and extended family are out here so just fyi gcs at 10 vp 100 over 60. Also 120, 97% on the O2. And uh, no allergies, no meds. Had not been sick for the past couple days. Any questions? Anyway, I know it's a lot. He's kind of crunking on us. Okay? Thank you.
0: All right. Same case. I'm trying to mentally prepare you for this type of thing. That's why we keep repeating this. Sick babies and sick kids are scary. And we are currently in the middle of our series on our sick pediatric patient mnemonic, Oh Shit, Grab the Brasla, which is the mnemonic you whip out anytime you have a peds patient that doesn't look well and makes you nervous. And this is opposed to the vast majority of pediatric cases where the kid looks great. The mnemonic stands for start oxygen and consider your airway and breathing disorders, And H this week stands for hyper and hypoglycemia. Check that finger stick glucose. And then in the following weeks, we'll do S for sepsis, H for heart, I for inborn errors of metabolism and endocrinology, and T for tummy and trauma. Super high yield stuff. Whenever we see these sick kids, we grab a Roslo tape and get to work on this algorithm. And this week we are on to H, hyper and hypoglycemia. And the main thing that you have to remember today is check that blood sugar, finger stick, AccuCheck, whatever the term for it is at your department, you have to check it. And the reason this is so important in sick kids is for two reasons. One, It is very common that the first time a child is diagnosed with diabetes is when they present to the emergency department sick and they have DKA, diabetic ketoacidosis. So really helpful here, obviously. It gives you a head start on treating them. But even more important, our second reason is that kids get hypoglycemic all the time, very easily. And it's one of the most important things to check when kids just don't look right. It can happen in babies when the mom's diabetic and the kid ramps up their insulin production and then it's born and doesn't have enough glucose to offset all that extra insulin. Also, two of our six other big categories of the oh shit mnemonic, sepsis and inborn errors of metabolism and endocrinology, both present with hypoglycemia. So checking a sugar is so important. Think of finger stick glucose as the EKG of children. We get EKGs on, it seems like all adults in the department, and we check glucose on lots and lots of kids because the test is so useful, so cheap, and so life-saving. First, let's just get hyperglycemia out of the way. Listen to the DKA episode. I'm not gonna repeat all of that. The only thing that's worth emphasizing today with pediatric DKA, compared to adults, is that kids frequently get something called cerebral edema. It's like one out of 100 DKA kids will get cerebral edema, and it's really, really bad when it happens. Like a quarter of those will die. So that drives a lot of how we resuscitate specifically kids with DKA. We do the same protocol as in the DKA episode, but we tend to give our fluids a little bit slower and just kind of be a little more gradual and cautious when we're correcting things. Doing this probably won't make a ton of difference, to be honest, but kids get cerebral edema and we don't want that to happen. When it does happen, cerebral edema looks just like how you would expect elevated intracranial pressure to look. Headaches, Altered mental status, decreased responsiveness, maybe some neurologic findings, incontinence, that type of stuff. We sometimes see Cushing's triad, which is classic pimp material. I think we've covered it before. Elevated intracranial pressure slows the heart rate, elevates the blood pressure, and causes irregular breathing. And the way you treat this when this happens is with mannitol. Mannitol. Hyperosmotic fluid that tries to osmotically suck some of that edema out of the brain tissue. That's all we really need to cover with hyperglycemia. Just remember, kids get cerebral edema. With hypoglycemia, remember, it happens for lots of reasons. Maternal diabetes, sepsis, inborn errors of metabolism and endocrinology. You need to replace that sugar. There's a couple ways to do this depending on where you trained and the textbook you used. I'm using Tintnalli's, and so we follow the rule of 50s. When we bolus sugar in the emergency department, we give it in 50s. 50 is the number to remember. One amp is 50 mLs. One amp of 50% dextrose or d 50 is 50 mls of 50% dextrose, which is 25 grams of sugar. One cup of orange juice basically. But we're not done yet. How much do you give and what concentration? D50 is too concentrated for kids. It hurts little baby blood vessels because it's like pushing syrup into their veins. So do you give D25, D10, D5? Which one do you choose? Again. It's the rule of 50s. It always comes out to 50. In neonates with the weakest, flimsiest blood vessels, we give D10. In kids, we give D25. And in adults, strong blood vessels, we give D50. But remember, the dose always magically adds up to 50. So we give babies 5 mLs per kilogram of D10, we give kids 2 mLs per kilogram of D25, and we give adults 1 mL per kilogram of D50. It always equals 50. I'll say that one more time. We give babies 5 mLs per kilogram of D10, the lowest concentration. We give kids 2 mLs per kilogram of D25, and we give adults 1 mL per kilogram of D50. 50. It's kind of cool how that works out. D10 in babies, D25 in kids, D50 in adults. Correct that sugar. That's H, hyper and hypoglycemia. That's it for this week. Next week is S, sepsis, a big one. These are all big ones. I'm hoping you find it useful. This stuff is really high yield forever. Re-listen if you need to. Check out that DKA episode again. And until next time, Keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.